she had the most beautiful energy about her. I don't know that I would have called it that back in the day, but she had a softness to her and a deep, very quiet wisdom. There were just a few things that I remember her teaching me or saying to me over the years that really stuck with me. One of them was, I've had my doubts about this wisdom for a while, but I'm beginning to understand it. She said, Lauren, sometimes you just have to smile until you feel it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Curiously Wise. I'm your host, Lauren Wittig. And today I'm going to do something that I require of all of my guests who you've probably heard what we do at the end of an interview. I have four questions that I call my rapid fire questions, and I ask everybody to answer them. It's really fun and illuminating, but I don't get to answer them. (laughs) So I thought today I would just send myself through the rapid fire tests. And I will admit I have had a little time to think about this. So it's a little unfair to my guests, but I'm going to do it anyway. So my first question is always, who is or was the wisest person in your life? Now, I actually laid awake in bed the other night trying to figure out the answer to this. I insist that my guests answer off the top of their head. So my first thought was my grandmother. I only had one grandmother. My dad's parents were gone before I was born. I spent a good bit of time with her when I was a kid, between the ages of about seven and 15. She had the most beautiful energy about her. I don't know that I would have called it that back in the day, but she had a softness to her and a deep, very quiet wisdom. There were just a few things that I remember her teaching me or saying to me over the years that really stuck with me. One of them was, I've had my doubts about this wisdom for a while, but I'm beginning to understand it. She said, Lauren, sometimes you just have to smile until you feel it. You know, at the time she was my grandmother, I was, I don't know, maybe 11 or 12, probably in that prepubescent whiny stage. But I remember we were standing in her kitchen. I don't know what was going on, but I remember her saying it to me. It was very clear. I've thought about it off and on over the years. And at first it was like, well, that's just pretending like you feel okay to make other people feel comfortable. I think she was something of a pleaser. And I was certainly an anxious pleaser for, well, probably still am to some degree, but less than I used to be. And so at first it just felt like kind of a cop-out, like, oh, you're just going to put on a face even if you're not feeling that way. But I've come to realize as I've worked with energy more and I've worked with other people more and I've become more self-aware that, yeah, sometimes you need to do something to make yourself feel better. And for her, it was smiling. It was just putting on a smile. And it is hard to really be sad if you smile. It's hard. So I'm starting to get that. I know that there are things that I do when I'm feeling down. I know now that there are times where I may not feel happy, but I have tools to help me get there. And smiling is one of them. So my grandmother, Marjorie Murphy Magruder, she was a wonderful Southern lady, so sweet and so strong. And, and I miss her a lot still. So the second question is, what's your favorite self-care practice? My favorite self-care practice is something I don't get to do very often anymore. And that is to go to a movie theater by myself. I did this a lot as a kid. And I still, to this day, love going to a movie theater. I know I can watch everything at home. And with the pandemic, I have <laughs> for a couple of years. I think I've only been to the theater once since the pandemic hit, and it was, 
probably last summer. But there's something about going and sitting in the dark and being entertained and just sinking into somebody else's story that I've always found comforting. I've always found, I think it has always given me a way to see into other people's perspective or to try on another life and see what it feels like and see how I fit with it. So I can do that with books, but there's something so immersive about going to a movie theater where it's dark and there's a huge screen and the sound is loud and all around you. And yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. Haven't done it in a long time. My second favorite thing to do is to go walk in the woods. And I do that pretty regularly. I happen to live in a place where that's really easy to do. We have beautiful parks here in Williamsburg, Virginia, and they are heavily wooded for the most part. It's a beautiful place to be able to get out in the woods without having to go very far from my home. So that is my second favorite self-care practice, but was much more easily accessed during the pandemic. What lights you up when you're feeling down? Music. I actually have a playlist on my phone called Happy. So if I'm feeling down, I put that on. I also have a dance playlist, music I just can't sit still to. I am famous for chair dancing, but I like to dance too. So sometimes I dance by myself in my kitchen and sometimes I dance by myself in my office. And back before the pandemic, we used to get together with a social group where at least the women would dance. Isn't it funny how women will often dance in public where at least American men are not really comfortable with that. Not all of them, obviously. That's how I light myself up with music that makes, preferably that makes me move. And the fourth one, favorite mantra or affirmation. Well, I know from talking to my guests that a lot of times these will change over the years. You'll have a great one that you love that you use a lot. And then you kind of absorb that and you move on to a new one. And the one for me that's been with me for at least five or six months now is that all will be well and all will be well. It came to me in a meditation and it is just a reminder that even in the thick of things that are crazy and feel like they're falling apart and probably are falling apart, that it's still going to be okay. That we are resilient, that I am resilient, that the world changes and it's not easy. It's not easy to change something as big as the world or even as big as the United States. It's not easy to go through those growing pains. That's really how I see it is that we're going through some pretty major growing pains. So that all will be well and all will be well is just a very reassuring mantra or affirmation to me right now. Another of my favorite ones though, is good things can happen fast. And if you've ever heard me talk about my journey to wellness and to my work here, I was the recipient of a lot of pretty miraculously quick changes in my life and miraculous synchronicities in my life that created very rapid change, sometimes for things that really didn't feel so rapid in the moment, but, but really were very quick. Those are my two very favorite mantras. All will be well and all will be well. And good things can happen fast. That's the rapid fire questions. I would love for you all to share your answers to these questions. And one of the places you can do it is on my Facebook page. You could post there. I'm not great at DMs, but I would love to hear 
from you guys, who the wisest person in your life is or was, what's your favorite self-care practice, what lights you up when you're feeling down, and what's your favorite mantra or affirmation. I think it's so interesting to hear these. Some are very similar across guests and some are very different and very unusual. And I'm fascinated by these answers. I'd also love to know what else you'd like to hear be a rapid fire question, because at some point I want to mix it up a little bit. And I would love to hear that as well. You can email me at lauren at heartlightjoy.com and send it to me that way. You can find my Facebook page. If you go to my website, heartlightjoy.com, you can find a link to my Facebook profile. And I would love to get some feedback from you all about your answers to these questions. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in. Come back next Tuesday for another episode of Curiously Wise. And I hope that you find a way to make yourself smile today. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future fabulous conversations. And if you had any ahas, please share them in a review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to pay forward the unique wisdom we all have. If you want to know more about me or my intuitive energy healing practice, Heartlight Wellness, please head over to my website, www.heartlightjoy.com. Curiously Wise is a team effort. I am grateful for the skill and enthusiasm Arlene Membrot, our producer, and Sam Wittig, our audio engineer, bring to this collaboration. Our music is Where the Light Is by Lemon Music Studio. I'm Lauren Wittig. Please join me again next week for another episode of Curiously Wise. From my heart to yours, may your life be filled with love, light, joy, and of course, curiosity.